Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You just need to have what she calls a 10% edge, meaning you've gotten results for yourself or for someone else, and you're just a little bit further in your journey than others, and you can teach them how you did it. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing, numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. Creativity and beer, interior design basics, artful florals, creative hand embroidery, designing a life you want, easy clay earrings, everyday minimalism, Spanish for beginners, learn anything with flashcards, easy to grow vegetables, make dumplings from scratch, complete guide to eyebrow makeup. Yes, these are all online courses and just a tiny sampling of what's trending right now in the world. Let me take a wild guess about you. I'd be willing to bet that you might not consider yourself an educator. That is, unless you're actually a teacher or an online course creator, right? We assign that title educator to very specific types of people in the world, those whose jobs it is to teach others something valuable, those who likely make a living off of leading students through a curriculum of materials or activities to learn something new. You may run a business or maybe work at a more traditional nine-to-five office job, but educator, no, that probably wouldn't go up on your LinkedIn profile. Now, the funny thing, we all have a little educator inside of us, and we're all capable of teaching others what we know. Just this weekend, we were with our neighbors, the one couple that we quarantined with since March, and Andrew, our neighbor, was teaching Drew how to sail on his sailboat. Simone was teaching us Portuguese words, and I was teaching how to make the perfect spicy grapefruit margarita. And Drew was showing Andrew all the dad tricks for carrying a baby in various baby carriers. I mean, between the four of us, we could have hosted a seminar where someone would show up and leave a baby-wearing sailor who can sip the most delicious margaritas and speak Portuguese. But really, 
It reminded me that we all have these gifts and this knowledge that life has taught us or our experience has yielded, and we all have this chance to teach what we know to people who are interested in learning. When I think back to my first, quote, big girl job out of college and then transitioning into entrepreneurship as a wedding photographer, I never would have assumed my next career step would have been going into online education. I majored in communication and business administration, and for the longest time, I believed my work goals could be fulfilled by climbing that ladder into corporate America. When that wasn't the case, I figured that hustling my butt off shooting weddings was my avenue towards success. But a funny thing happened when I was growing and gaining some success as an entrepreneur. People began coming to me and asking me how it had happened. How did I regularly get clients? How did I curate a social media presence that brought in new ones? How did I market myself to actually create consistent income in this unpredictable competitive service industry? So much of what I was learning about entrepreneurship and marketing wasn't necessarily from my college degree or someone teaching me. It was from actually doing it from trying new things, from messing up, and from running with what worked. It was from obsessively researching my dream clients and how to reach them and serve them so well, and of course experiencing so much trial and error along the way. Once I began sharing my approach with a few people and realizing I was repeating the same advice again and again, I started to realize not everyone knows what I know. What comes easily to me might actually be life-changing for someone else. My experiences and research and practices uniquely qualified me to teach this specific approach to growing service-based businesses online, and it naturally led into building courses around the practices that I was experiencing success in doing. What I'm completely certain of is that you have something like this inside of you, a certain life experience, or yep, even an obsession you've been pouring over for months or years that uniquely qualifies you as an expert in that area. That's what I want to talk about with you today, how to uncover that gift and turn it into something teachable for others, because we all have these experiences unique to our own walks of life that we can tap into and package into something that we can share with the world. Are you ready? Let's dive on in. Ready to start or grow your email list with a female-founded email service provider doing email marketing right? Start a free 30-day trial plus get 50% off your monthly subscription at jennacutcher.com slash flowdesk. That's jennacutcher.com slash F-L-O-D-E-S-K. If you're still mailing contracts via snail mail and tracking payments with a pen and paper and managing your business with anything other than a seamless project management system, it is time for HoneyBook. Start your free trial plus get 50% off your annual subscription at jennacutcher.com slash HoneyBook. I wanted to kick this show off sharing about something that I learned from my good friend, Amy Porterfield. If you don't know Amy yet, you should. She's been on this show a few times and she'll be in an upcoming episode, but Amy was actually my first virtual mentor way back in the day. I came across her over five years ago and tuned into her podcast every single week and then became a student of her paid programs and learned so much from her. In fact, I was just digging through emails in my inbox the other day and I found this email that I had sent Amy back in 2016 asking her to personally mentor me. This is what my email said. It said, 
Hey, Amy, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I'm a wedding photographer based in Wisconsin. I started listening to your podcast, and I'm a student of both of your paid programs. I want to take my education to the next level, and in order to do so, I know I need to invest in knowledge. I would love to work with you, but I know you're a busy gal, so if you don't offer one-on-one business coaching, would you please recommend someone who you trust? You're the best, Jenna Kutcher. Now, while it took a few years for our friendship to truly blossom, this one little email was what started that snowball rolling down its little hill. And I'll fully claim that this was a manifestation of what I had hoped would become of me, my business, and my relationship with the person who taught me online courses while I listened to her podcast in the shower. Anyways, in Amy's signature course, the Digital Course Academy, which is opening super soon, Amy walks you through how to pick a course topic that will actually sell. So to do this, she explains how to actually find what she likes to call your sweet spot. Basically, your sweet spot is the intersection between your skills and knowledge, your audience's struggles and challenges, your potential to profit, and what you're totally wildly passionate about. In her course, she walks you through this process to find your sweet spot that takes your inspiration for what you think might make a good course and evaluates the idea from several angles. So let's walk through five different angles we can evaluate from. Number one, what the audience you serve or want to serve in the future's biggest pain points and challenges are. So Amy explains that the best way to do this is by actually asking them, like going directly to the source that you want to serve and eventually sell to. We use this as a strategy in my Facebook groups on an almost weekly basis to validate or direct ideas for content that we're about to create. Amy calls this the magic wand question, and it goes something like this. If you had a magic wand and you could make one challenge disappear, what would it be? Just asking this question to people will give you invaluable information about where your audience is at, the language that they use, and what they're struggling with. And don't worry, like even if your audience is small, you're going to learn where you might be able to help them. Number two, crowdsourcing your idea to validate it. This strategy is for those of you that might have more than one idea and you're trying to determine which one would be the best one to pursue. Now, again, this strategy involves you asking your audience what they want from you. We use this in my business too, and how we do it is we actually will create a freebie on a specific topic and maybe even write blog posts and then pay attention to which ones resonate the most. Like we use the data to help us define which ones are going to be the best. So we'll test different ideas, titles, headlines, and topics, and we'll see which one people are clicking on the most. But beyond that, we'll see which one people are willing to opt in for. That, to me, shows more active participation from a viewer, meaning people are actually willing to exchange your email address for what you've got, showing that value and communicating the demand in a more direct way than just a click. You could also do something like a poll on Instagram stories or in a Facebook group to gain feedback on which topic makes the most sense for you to pursue creating, and those can often help guide your creation process when you're just getting started. Amy also offers the idea to find Facebook groups where your dream audience or the kinds of people that you hope to serve are likely already hanging out and just use the search bar to search your topic and keywords to see what questions or comments have come up in there to help you figure out if this is a viable option for you and where you can help create value or serve. Number three, the next method that Amy teaches is to explore your transformations that you've been through in life. 
I'll share mine in just a minute, but looking at your own transformation on the topic can be super helpful because your target audience might just be like you were a few years ago or even just a year ago in that process, whatever process you're in. And Amy teaches that you don't have to be super far ahead from your students in order to teach them. You just need to have what she calls a 10% edge, meaning you've gotten results for yourself or for someone else, and you're just a little bit further in your journey than others, and you can teach them how you did it. Number four, look at what's already working in your business as a gauge for yielding the biggest results. For example, if you're currently doing one-on-one coaching or consulting, what topics are working the best? What questions do you get asked about all the time? What steps do you find yourself repeating for more than one of your clients? What course topics are already being taught about in your niche that you could put your own spin or your own experience on? I always say just because someone else is already teaching what you want to create a course on does not mean that you should not pursue it. It can actually mean that there's this demand for it and an opportunity for you to bring a fresh or unique perspective. And lastly, number five, another way to find your own expert areas is by evaluating what people come to you with questions about the most. I mentioned earlier that I began to realize my wedding photography business was different and the way that I marketed myself was different because I kept getting asked these questions about the way that I did things and how I sustained my business even through harsh Midwestern winters when weddings basically don't even happen. And I began to understand that my way wasn't necessarily the normal or the most well-known way and other people wanted in on what I was doing because they thought it was different and they saw that it was effective, which led me down the path of creating courses to teach my methods to the masses. What do people come to you about or ask you about? What do they want your advice on? This is a massive indicator that you could be leading and teaching others through your processes in that area. I love how Amy teaches. Like this is just the tip of the iceberg of how she guides through the entire process of discovering what you should teach on. But I think a lot of times we overthink this step or we're sure that we've got to jump through 8 million hurdles or meet our fairy course mother who will tell us we're finally ready to teach. And the reality is we likely already know what we could teach on. In fact, Amy and I teamed up to create a brand new freebie. It's the ultimate roadmap for taking what you already know and turning it into a mini course in just seven days. Literally, we put our brains and our methods together for this guide, and it is so good. You can get it at jennacutcher.com slash create a course. That's jennacutcher.com slash create a course for a seven-day roadmap for how to take what you already know and create a mini course. If you need help creating and sending contracts, getting signatures on said contracts, managing project timelines, and more, try HoneyBook. Go to jennacutcher.com slash HoneyBook for a free trial plus 50% off your subscription. HoneyBook is the tool that you need to create a real system for your invoices, contracts, messages, questionnaires, timelines, all the things all in one place. You have end-to-end project tracking, which was integral not just for my sanity, but for when I brought on a team that helped me carry out each client experience. Everything for each client stored in one place was the gift I didn't even know I needed until I couldn't do business without it. 
Listen, full honesty here, I was one of those people with stacks of papers and file folders scattered all over the place, just kind of saying a little prayer that I didn't forget a fine line detail. Don't be like pre-HoneyBook Jenna. HoneyBook integrates with all kinds of other things like QuickBooks, Calendly, Google Calendar, Gmail, Zapier, and more. Go to jennacutcher.com slash HoneyBook for a free trial plus 50% off of your subscription when you sign up. If you're ready to start and grow your email list or your list is already growing and you're fed up with your current provider, you need Flowdesk. Use my link to get half off of your subscription. That's $19 a month for life at jennacutcher.com slash Flowdesk. The female founders, Martha and Rebecca, saw all the issues in the email world and decided to do something about it. The result is Flowdesk, an easy to use, intuitive and beautiful solution to email marketing. I've heard it all before when it comes to starting and growing an email list. No time to learn graphic design. What do you even say to your list? How do I get opt-ins on my site so people even want to join in the first place? I don't have a website, let alone a list. You don't need to learn how to be a copywriter and graphic designer and website developer to start and grow your email list. Flowdesk includes beautifully designed templates, many with pre-written copy that you can use and adapt for your brand's voice. You can create forms and pop-ups for opt-ins, even if you don't have a website yet, plus behind-the-scenes insights to track your progress and your email success. You'll have unlimited everything. There's no subscription tier. It's all yours from day one so that you can learn, grow, implement, and market to your list for just $19 a month. No limits, no lock templates, all of the features you need to grow and serve your email list. Your monthly subscription is $19 a month if you sign up at jennacutcher.com slash flowdesk. That's jennacutcher.com slash F-L-O-D-E-S-K. So maybe you're thinking, okay, well, how do I actually uncover this talent or extensive knowledge within you that you can eventually teach to others? So much of it is personal work that involves investigating your interests and your passions and your straight up obsessions. So for example, when I experienced miscarriage, I devoted all of my extra time and energy to digging into everything that I could possibly learn about loss. Like I scoured the forums, I hit the medical books, I got on the phone, I asked the questions, I saw the doctors. And even though I am not at all a doctor or a fertility specialist, I've learned so much about my body, hormones, clean products, diet, adrenals, cortisol, thyroids, genetic mutations, all of these things that affect or are related to miscarriage. You name it, I've become pretty well versed in them. Like I've become this sort of expert based on just my own experience because I was so deeply and personally invested in learning every single thing that I could. However, this is also a unique area of expertise that I hold because it was also one of the darkest, most difficult seasons for myself and for my family. And truthfully, I'd never turn around and charge anyone for advice on handling miscarriage. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that I have this ability to help others that have experienced loss like I have. Like right now, I am walking alongside a few friends who have experienced recurrent loss because I know the pain that it causes and I know that it's better to not experience it alone or inside this lonely vacuum with just you and your partner. So what I don't want for you to think is that you have to go out and take the deepest, darkest, most painful thing that you've gone through and turn around and make it into a course or a business. 
while that can be what you end up doing, it's not the only option. On that note, though, I have a friend's mom who is doing that and doing it super gracefully. She went through a brutal, nasty, years-long divorce complete with custody battles and alimony debates and years of court dates. Like, you've all heard of that kind. But she experienced and walked through that several years ago. She has healed and come out so much better and stronger on the other side. And so she had this idea to lead and almost coach other women like her through painful divorces. Women who are just like she was a stay-at-home mom who suddenly have to figure out single parenting and getting a job and obviously not losing their minds or spiraling into a depression while their family life is completely shifting. And this is hard stuff. But my friend's mom, who's been through it, she knows there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And she is the perfect person to lead other women who are in her same shoes through something impossibly devastating. So it might, in fact, be something hard that you've healed from, but maybe not. Like when I look at our family's waiting season as we tried to grow our family, I shifted so many things in my lifestyle as a result. And I became completely obsessed with those offshoots of something hard that we were going through. For example, I learned during that time and all the testing that I was doing that I had a gluten intolerance, like severe, and I wound up going fully gluten-free. This was a whole new world that I'd previously known nothing about. I learned what gluten allergy testing is like, what the symptoms are, what the signs are, what are gluten-free alternatives, what should be on your grocery shopping list, what you need to avoid, what products contain gluten that you might be shocked by. Like It was a deep dive, and I quickly became experienced and knowledgeable in this gluten-free way of living and how to do it without a ton of stress and hassle. I mean, you guys, I was the mac and cheese queen, and I recently just celebrated four years of being fully gluten-free. Another thing I dug into hard during that season was natural beauty and clean personal products and toiletries. I learned how so many harsh chemicals and mainstream products, even our shampoo and deodorant, how those can affect our hormones and hence our fertility. So as soon as I finished a bottle of anything that wasn't clean, non-toxic, I would replace it all with natural options. I learned which chemicals affect what areas of our health, what kinds of products you can use instead, how to read labels, where to find the best natural products, and even how cleaner products can benefit our environment too. So while my biggest personal education experience in recent years has to do with all things loss and miscarriage, I've also become an expert in other semi-related areas as a result that I could totally teach to others. Plus, over the years, I've picked up other interests and hobbies and skills that I've leaned into and learned as much as I possibly could about, and I've become well-versed as a result. This isn't just for me. This is for you. I want to use my silly examples and the things that I've experienced to help you understand that you know so many different things that others can benefit from. Like, here's a quick little list to give you a few examples of what I've learned through experience in self-education and could teach to others. And while I'm saying these, I just want for you to start exploring what you could potentially teach. I could teach how to go totally gluten-free cold turkey after having a lifetime love affair with gluten, how to clean up your home and personal care products to improve your overall health, how to do an armpit detox and start using natural deodorant, how to start your own Airbnb and brand it successfully so people want to book it again and again, how to outsource well and run a remote team, how to batch record a month's worth of podcasts in a day, how to run your own mastermind, how to take a 30-day sabbatical off of work, how to Joanna Gaines your home, even if you're not Joanna Gaines herself. 
<laughs> okay, maybe that last one is a little bit of a stretch, but you get what I mean. These are the spaces I've delved into in my life. I've researched them. I've played with them. I've messed up and learned more deeply about them because of those mess ups. And ultimately, I've become a sort of experienced expert in these little departments of life. So let's talk about how you can discover your own pockets of expertise and how to turn those into something that's teachable. First of all, you might be wondering why it's even important to turn your own experiences into something you can share with and lead others through. Here's the thing. I've seen so many courses. I mean, remember at the top of this episode where I listed all of the crazy courses that are trending right now? And I've seen courses and masterminds and resources online since I've joined this digital education world. And let me tell you, it's quite easy to spot the ones who are just in it trying to make a quick buck versus those who are in it because they're genuinely passionate about what they're teaching. When you have a genuine vested interest in a subject, you want to get other people the fabulous results you've gotten for yourself and save them a lot of time or money or energy or heartache in the process. Plus, it's likely something you spent hours and days researching and learning about just because. Primarily, you probably learned it for your own benefit, and then you likely became so into whatever it is that you can't help but share your process or experience or results with everyone you know. You dig in to learn for your own purposes and to get your own experience in it, not because you think it'll be the next big thing. Like that is the magic sweet spot in creating online education resources for others. You need to be so interested and invested in the topic that you eat, sleep, live, breathe it before ever trying to teach it or sell it to anyone else. And yet we have this hard time pinpointing those areas of expertise within ourselves because we're often so wrapped up in it and close to it that we can't clearly see how much we actually do know about it. Like I see this all the time. People are so close to their own genius that what they know is so obvious to them that they can't comprehend how other people just don't know that. So let me run through a few questions that I want for you to think about, and then I'd urge you to scribble down a list of everything that comes to mind. Seriously, even the smallest or seemingly silliest things that you've become a self-proclaimed expert in. Okay, here are the questions for you to consider. First, what have you taught yourself and gotten results in out of some sort of necessity? It could be search engine optimization, photo editing, the best way to frame photos, gardening, homeschooling, organizing closets, hashtag strategy, literally anything you've researched vigorously and implemented in your own life, professional or personal, and gotten results. Then I want to know what topics are you obsessed with learning more about? You can't get enough of these things and you always want more details. It's like sometimes it keeps you up at night or distracts you from the work during the day or you're subscribed to every single podcast and reading every book like that's how much you love it. Maybe it's horoscopes or energy work. Maybe it's ethical fashion, your birth plan, your pet's weird allergy, affiliate marketing or Whole30. List anything and everything that you never tire of looking up more information about or digging deeper into. Finally, what experiences in your life have forced you to shift your way of living or working ultimately for the better? For example, this is like my miscarriages. While I would never in a million years wish that experience on anyone in the world, it did have so many things that taught me about my overall health and the female body and products we use and so much more. From you, maybe it's dealing with a loved one that has an addiction or getting laid off from your job or raising your kiddos as a single parent. 
We all have these transformative moments that shift our lives and make us more resilient and knowledgeable than we would have been otherwise if everything were 100% perfect 100% of the time. And not all of them need to be difficult or devastating experiences, though these are often some of our most transformational Maybe yours is figuring out how to pay off all your debt in a year or quitting alcohol, not because it's a problem, but because it makes you feel better or starting a nonprofit for a cause that you're passionate about. There are so many pieces of our life stories that force us to become quick learners and experts in areas that our formal education just can't teach us. Get those pieces down on paper, and I'd also encourage you to list offshoots of some of those bigger learning curves. Really tap into all the avenues and then see which of them excite you the most and which you'd feel confident enough to share with others. I bet you have a solid list going already about the topics and areas you've taught yourself, but now what? Well, now comes the fun, my friend. There are so many fantastic avenues you could take your experience and run with, and one of my all-time faves, online courses. Now, Amy, my friend Amy that I told you about, Amy and I actually just created a brand new free resource that walks you through how to take your sweet spot of knowledge and turn it into a mini course in just seven days so that you can begin testing your idea and seeing if you can get others the same results you've experienced. You can grab the entire mini course step-by-step walkthrough at jennacutcher.com slash create a course. And we'll also be sure to pop that link for you to easily find in today's show notes. Again, that's jennacutcher.com slash create a course for your seven-day roadmap to take what you already know and create a mini course. No matter what you do with all that goodness in your brain, I just hope that you know your knowledge and experiences and life path are all so valuable. They're worth sharing with others and they can help more people than you can even begin to realize. I hope today's show has helped you to see those bright spots of giftedness and how you can turn them into something teachable because you are so capable and worthy of leading and educating others so well. Until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com.